Joining us now, he's got the podcast now. He's down in Myrtle Beach. He's living his best life. Charlie Reimer joins us. Charlie, what's going on? Hey, not much, guys. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm uh, pollen starting to get me a little bit. I guess that's a good sign. Maybe this uh, bad weather we've had this yeah. winter is about over. I about had enough of the cold and the rain. I can tell you that. I'm ready for the it, sunshine to come out. And it, it was a raw cold all winter, wasn't it, Charlie? It was just awful, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just uh, down here, even at Myrtle Beach, uh, you know, where we normally get a lot of sunshine, it's just been, uh, uh, I, I don't know, uh, a decent amount of rain and some coolness and all of that. But uh, I'm optimistic about what's going on in golf. And oh, man, uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, we're about to get this pandemic behind us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have some azaleas blooming here pretty soon. Yes, and uh, we're going to get all this winter behind us. And uh, I'm talking about more than just the weather. And I'm sure you guys know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So, Charlie, uh, how's life going in Myrtle Beach after uh, all the years in Orlando? Uh, you enjoying it or what? I mean, no no three-whatever and wake-up calls or whatever time you used to get up at. <laughs> yeah, it's been great to be here in Myrtle Beach. I've been here a little bit more than two years now. And uh, when I had opportunity to come up here and, and uh, basically represent uh, golf to the world uh, from Myrtle Beach, our golf here, uh, through a company called Myrtle Beach Golf Tourism Solutions. Um, we've got, uh, uh, gosh, nearly 80 golf courses that we represent. Right. And uh, so it, it's been a lot of fun. When I when I signed up to come up here, I said, guys, I'm really looking forward to it, but I ain't doing any damn thing before 9 a.m. Because uh, <laughs> that, that 3, 10 a.m. wake-up call Ouch. was a little rough. Yeah. I, I I guess I had about 10 or 11 years with ESPN and then 10 or 11 years with Golf Channel, and, and I, I enjoyed doing all of that. But I'm, I'm really enjoying what I've got going on down here now. I've, I've been working on a new show that's uh, going to be on uh, uh, CBS Sports Network, awesome. and our first uh, episode is on April 19th. We'll be on at 8 p.m., and it's got the best name in the history of names for uh, TV shows. Y- y'all want to know what that is? I bet it's the Charlie Reimer Show or Balls in the Air. Amen, it- brother. <laughs> Amen, brother. That's it. I mean, how can you get any better than that? I don't so, think you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the, the show is based here in Myrtle Beach, and uh, I'm uh, sometimes on a golf course, some sometimes on a float boat, but uh, – We've had some really good guests. A uh, week before last, Dustin Johnson was in nice, town, and nice. he uh, um, hosts a uh, junior, junior golf tournament, right. Dustin Johnson, yeah, World Junior mm-hmm. Golf Championship every year. And, and uh, we actually had um, – uh, I'm sure folks can find that show on air, but it aired at noon on Saturday on CBS Sports Network. And, okay. and um, it, it was a neat-looking show and, and a lot of good golfers, all, all the – all the golfers in that field, uh, boys and girls, were in the top 60 in the country. Yeah. So uh, a re- really strong field. And then while Dustin was in town, I, I did about an hour interview him, uh, with him, uh, w- which will be in our uh, second episode, the Charlie Romer Golf Show, next month. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then Nick Faldo was in town, and, and um, I, I uh, had about an hour with him, and, and he'll be on an upcoming episode. And, and Nick Faldo uh, – I uh, actually got a little emotional with me while we were out uh, doing the interview. I, I, I set it up, and a club car has uh, sent me this really super cool golf cart, and uh, we uh, we put some GoPros on there. We have some great camera guys. We've got drones flying around, and it's, it's a fun way to do an interview. But I was asking him a, a few things, and, 
And uh, he, he, he got a little emotional on me. And so I, I can't wait for people to see that. Maybe they'll see a side of Nick Faldo that they've never seen before. You know, but, uh, uh, on the, on the uh, golf telecast last weekend, he got a little emotional. Maybe, maybe he's getting uh, old and, and uh, well, yeah. I, know, I know he's getting well, old, but I mean, maybe he's just getting a little more sentimental in his, in his age. Yeah, that, that definitely happens for sure. But, uh, no, it's it's been fun shooting that shooting that show and having some great guests. Uh, like you know, anytime you get world number one on your show, yes, that's a, that's a good thing. And anytime you get a six-time major champion who's a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame, uh, and of course a lead analyst for for CBS, that that's a good thing. But uh, we we shoot it all over Myrtle Beach and. And I even do do a few cooking segments on there too. When I when I I'm either in a restaurant kitchen or uh, a kitchen uh, near where I live and and uh, cooking some meals that are inspired by uh, by some of uh, some of golf's best players. Uh, you know, it, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, but it's my show. I get to do whatever I want, right? So yeah. I'm gonna do some cooking on my show. That's the and, key. And uh, may, maybe tell a few lies, maybe tell a few <laughs> uh, you know a few jokes, that sort of stuff. But do, doing it all and in a great place down here at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, isn't it great when you get guests like that and and not only getting the guests but but getting the honest answers out of them. I know, you know, I mean Nick Faldo kind of got into a little uh a little heat I guess because of the comments he made about Ricky Fowler which were not wrong. No. In any sense, wrong. you know, I mean he's making a little joke about it and and in 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 a sense trying to maybe motivate Ricky a little bit. So, you know, it, it seems like that when you get somebody like that and they give honest answers and people don't like the answer that they get, they get picked on about it. I'm completely the other way. I want to hear the real answers. I want to hear the lowdown. Well, that that's a great great point you make. Um and and it happens all the time in sports and other things as well. Um, it, it, they'll people will tell you what their opinion is, and then of course nowadays, uh, if your opinion doesn't line up the way it's supposed to, you get canceled by the culture. And <laughs> and then at the same time, they'll, they'll say, "Well, nobody ever tells us anything." Well, yeah, because you've scared them to death. Right. So you, you know you can't uh, you can't persecute people for having an opinion and then complain about them never having an opinion on anything you know and and that's uh, that is a tough thing and and it does make doing interviews a little more challenging and that's one of the things that's fun for me having been around uh, in this industry a long time I, I think people know that you know I'll ask them the questions I need to ask them but I. I'm not out trying to uh, make a name for myself and doing that, and I'm not going to take any chances or, 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 or you know, throw them under the bus, so to speak. And and so the the interviews, um, I guess, in you know my 25 years now in the media, that that's something on the front end that I thought would be real easy. Yeah, anybody could do an interview. No. Um, but interviews are um, they're tough. It's a learned skill, especially when you're doing them live. And and uh, it was a, probably the hardest thing I had to learn in getting into media was how to how to properly conduct an interview. And and I remember I did one one time with Tiger Woods. It was live and it was just absolutely horrible. <laughs> and and I, you know it was it was I don't even want to get into what I did, but I was so scared about doing the interview that I wasn't listening to what Tiger was saying. Right. And and I really messed up the a, a, a follow up question. And and uh, so afterwards, a veteran broadcaster, Bill McAtee, yep. uh, who who at the time this was with USA Network, and he's been with CBS forever. He pulled me aside after the show, and he goes, "Nobody's ever told you how to do an interview, have they?" And I'm like, "Well, it's pretty obvious." Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
And he said, hey, listen, for any any sporting event that you're working, any week that you're working, he said, find three questions that are relevant, um, that, that might not be award-winning questions, but they're not going to be horrible questions. And you got those in your back pocket. And, and don't use them unless you have to. But when you're talking to somebody, you know, that, that frees you up having three questions that are preset questions. You know, for example, we were in Denver that week, and he goes, he goes, uh, an obvious question is, what's your formula for playing golf at 7,000 feet? Right, you might right. not ever have to use it, but if, but, it, but if you're drawing a blank, you've got it. And, and once he told me that, that allowed me to, to free myself up and actually listen to what the, the answers were. And then, then you're able to, to, to ask proper follow-ups if they present themselves. And you don't go into an interview terrified. But, but uh, I'm very grateful for that piece of advice yeah. from – Bill McAtee, because I've used it for over 20 years now. Every time I go to do a show, I always follow that piece of advice, mm-hmm. and it's been very helpful. How's the uh, golf game, Charlie? Uh, how do you think the Braves are going to be this year? <laughs> uh, Actually, I think better gonna... than your golf game? <laughs> they're going to be good. <laughs> you know, I've actually been playing a little bit. Uh, I guess in the last week or so, I've played a couple times, and and yeah, it's it's like anything else. I I I've been putting horrible, and I I found an old putter from way back when I was on the ping staff twenty years ago. They had they'd taken some of the beryllium copper that I really liked mm-hmm. and poured that into a ping zing mold. And and ping zings uh, have have always been made with their bronze. Right. And so I, I had this this really cool beryllium ping zing with a titanium shaft, and I ran into it when I was cleaning up a storage unit and I said, Hmm, that looks pretty good. So I put a new grip on it and went out and, and I actually started to putt pretty well. Cause I probably the best putting I've ever done in my life has been with a ping zing and you know how dumb golfers are. Oh, so yeah. I go 20 years without putting with one and <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you why, but, but, um, so, so I finally started making some putts and now I can't hit my driver within a half a mile. Where I'm aiming <laughs> of course, so, man. <laughs> so, um, I, in fact, I texted before I did this show, Alan Terrell, uh, who, who has uh, uh, been on DJ uh, uh, on his team for all of these years, was his coach at Coastal Carolina, and Alan now runs the Dustin Johnson Golf School and also the Dustin Johnson Foundation. Uh, and and uh, Alan, in fact, just got named um, Carolina's Golf Associate, excuse me, Carolina's PGA Section Teacher of the Year. Awesome. And so I texted him. I said, can I come over next week and you watch <laughs> me hit some drivers? I'm desperate. So hopefully Alan can fix me next week. Wow. Well, awesome. Well, you know, Charlie, we always love talking to you. Let everybody know where to catch up with you now. Yeah, so uh, you can always find out what's going on. Real simple, at Char- Charlie Reimer Golf. Uh, excuse me, charlierimer.com, uh, and and uh, that's a good link to all the content, everything that we've got going on. And uh, you can also find the information at playgolfmyrtlebeach.com. But uh, look, look for that show. You can. You can uh, find information about their, the, the Charlie Romer Golf Show on CBS Sports Network, like I said, coming out on April 19th. And we've got a weekly podcast that, that we've been doing. It's the Charlie Romer Balls in the Air podcast because we tee off on time every time, you know, balls in there at 9 o'clock. Boom, right. You know, you that's go. what time we're playing. So uh, that's that's pretty much it. But uh, you, you can follow along and, and uh, appreciate folks uh, if they get a chance uh, uh, tune in for the new show. I think uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, thanks a lot, Charlie. As always, Thank my man. You, Have a good one. You got it. Take care, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir.